Did you know that nearly nine out of 10 home buyers say they'd use a buyer's agent when purchasing a home again? Buyer representation really matters when there's 111 to-dos. Visit Realtor.com slash Buyer Agent Toolkit and spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. Want to learn from the brightest minds in real estate? Then you'll love our Real Trending Special Edition podcasts. Editor-in-Chief of Content Tracy Bell interviews brokerage leaders, top agents and teams, and industry experts on leadership, recruiting, marketing, and more. Subscribe today at realtrendsinc.podbean.com. This is your host, Tracy Velt, Editor of Content for Real Trends. Today we're speaking with Eric Stegeman, CEO of Tribus, a consulting and technology company offering custom real estate brokerage platforms. In 2004, he created River City Real Estate, which quickly became the largest independent brokerage in the St. Louis area. There, he oversaw the development of numerous real estate technology breakthroughs that were well ahead of their time. The intellectual property developed at the company eventually became the framework for a new technology firm, Tribus. So welcome, Eric. Thanks so much for having me, Tracy. I I appreciate the invite. Yeah, now I want to start out with, obviously, COVID's really impacting um, the way people are doing, real estate professionals in particular, are doing business. And it's been so important for them um, to have technology, different types of technology, through the COVID-19 restrictions. So tell me a little bit about how that's impacted Tribus. Well, if anything, it moved demand forward. And I think that's probably the biggest thing in, in our space is, I think, Many brokers woke up and said, hey, we're having some downtime that we wouldn't normally have this time of year, and we're going to need to come out of this strong with good technology that allows us to sell real estate less reliant on being or coming into an office. And so what's out there that can help us with that? And so in the you know March timeframe, the spring timeframe, we normally don't sell or or communicate with very many brokers at all. Um, In fact, what actually generally happens is that most of the business that we have is done from August uh, through December uh, because brokers are obviously less uh, involved in the day-to-day transactions that are going on as the business slows down for the year. But for for, uh, this year, uh, all of a sudden in March, uh, our phones started ringing off the hook. And so it's been a it's been a pretty good year as far as that goes, but I think it's more about demand moving forward rather than new demand that was out there. Okay. And have you found that you're developing or you have a need to develop new programs and products a little quicker than you had planned? Well, I think, you know, one of Tribus's strong suits is we move very, very quickly. Um, we've been kind of the the creators of many technologies that are out there that are uh, that you see elsewhere. And so we kind of pride ourselves on being the nimble company and always having been the nimble company. Um, and so I would say it hasn't changed as far as what we are seeking to do, which is to constantly be ahead of the curve and put our brokerage clients you know, two to five years ahead of the curve of what everybody else is doing in most cases. I think the only thing that changed really is that brokers woke up and things that would have been adopted in two to five years from now, they're starting to ask for immediately and saying, hey, can't we have something like this right now? So 
Um, I, I'm pretty proud of our team. We're, we're a pretty nimble, uh, a nimble group. And, and there were certainly some requests that came in for, for example, like virtual tour, uh, enabling to do a completely virtual open house uh, and connecting up with other tools out there that did that, like Zoom, et cetera. Those were quick, you know, turn it around in a week type things. Uh, but other than that, you know, we're, we've been staying with blinders on to what everybody else is doing and just trying to execute on, on what works well for us, which is, you know, keeping brokers ahead of the curve. Yeah, well, that's great to hear. Um, in terms of technology, so what do you see brokers and real estate professionals really struggling with today? Um, I think what you're seeing is a dichotomy of the industry as a whole. And I think what you're finding, if you look at some of the numbers, is that brokers that were executing well before the pandemic have executed even better during or after uh, or, you know, going towards hopefully the end of, of this time. Um, and the brokers that weren't executing well or had lots of agents on their roster that didn't sell very much, I think you're, you're going to find when, when you guys put out your list next year, I, get, I think you're going to find that the, the best executing brokers have, have really risen to the top, the cream rose um, during this time. And so as far as technology goes, I think it's, it's a perfect uh, uh, example of that is the brokers that were using technology to differentiate themselves and not to just be a checkbox item, they've really risen to the top and agents that are productive have seeked out those brokerages to move their licenses to. Whereas the brokerages that hadn't been paying attention to technology or using it what I call as a checkbox item, meaning, hey, we've got websites, but nobody uses them, or hey, we have a CRM, but nobody uses it. Um, those types of things to just say we've got it to recruit to or to retain agents to, um, I think those ones have really fallen behind um, because they don't have a good tech strategy in place. But I think the brokers that were already executing well, already had tech uh, in place, I think they're executing at an even higher level and being even more productive with the people they have, agents and staff, uh, uh, now going into the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic has definitely forced um, brokers to take a look at, at what they're doing and, um, and maybe to finally have the time to really change some things. So that's interesting. Um, what do you find differentiates Tribus from its competitors? I think there's a few things. The thing that I'm most proud of that we, we tell this story a lot because I think it's so vital to who we are is, is Tribus is, uh, is not funded. We have no debt. We answer to nobody outside of the company. The only people we answer to at the end of the day are our clients. And so uh, every one of our competitors pretty much either has debt on the books um, or most of them have big outside funding from, from non-real estate private equity and investment firms. And so our, our two biggest competitors, um, they're over 51% owned by outside what I call dumb money, meaning it's not money that investment money that people know the business. It's people saying, hey, there's a million realtors out there. Let's go make some money. Um, and when they step into this space, they step on all sorts of landmines um, and they really irritate customers. Most importantly, they accept deals 
that are, uh, they're just getting to keep that hockey stick growth going to support the 20, 30, $40 million of funding they raised. And Tribus has zero debt, zero outside investment. We literally answer to our clients. And what that helps us do is take a long-term approach, a long-term vision to working with our customers. And where the average in the industry is that a client sticks with a broker software vendor for only between four and five years. And and most of the agreements in the space are only about three or are about three years. That means, you know, most people aren't even renewing one full time. Um, our clients tend to stick around a lot longer. We, we ingrain ourselves with those clients and we try to actually help them do more business rather than just be that checkbox item. And, and sometimes that means building them completely custom websites. Sometimes it's, it's, uh, preventing them from hitting brick walls with their technology. And sometimes it's just being a, 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 a ear for them to talk to and figure out what should I be doing right now. But we try to really ingrain ourselves to our clients and create those long lasting relationships. Now let's take a quick break to hear some exciting news from Real Trends and our sponsors. Do you have a world-class brokerage website? Every year, Real Trends reviews the best submitted websites from around the country in categories such as best overall, best community pages, best property detail, and more. To see this year's best in class, go to realtrends.com slash website dash rankings. Now back to our podcast. Obviously you have a background in real estate. So how has that impacted you as far as running a technology, a real estate technology firm? And what do you see as your greatest challenges? I think it's all the difference in the world. You know, you asked me the question of what differentiates us, and, and I didn't want to drone on about Tribus too, too much there. But another thing I'm really proud of at Tribus is our entire executive team has sold real estate and been in the brokerage business before. So everybody in a leadership position at this company has literally put signs in yards. Um, our VP of product is a second-generation realtor. Our head of software development, which nobody ever believes me on this one, but I swear, folks, he was, a, he was an agent and started building tech to run uh, himself as an agent and inside of the brokerage he worked with and just decided uh, to focus on the tech side of things. And here he is 10 years later, uh, but he obviously knows the business. Um, our, our director of broker services, um, she was one of the youngest Remax regional managers ever and then focused on the kind of the accounting side of things after that. So when it comes to that, our team really understands the business, um, you know, and myself included, this will be my 20 going into my 21st year in the business and having owned and operated uh, one of the largest independent brokerages uh, in the area that I came from. I think it's all the difference in the world because you know what brokers need and you know the right questions to ask to figure out what they really need as opposed to just sticking stuff out there or copying kind of the other companies that are out there in this space. And so when our team talks to a broker, I think we come at it from more of a consultative approach and, and having been in their shoes rather than just a technology provider. Um, you asked what the greatest challenge in our business is, and I think that is um, having brokers block the time needed to have successful um, long-term implementations of, of technology. They're so used to having just tech as a checkbox item for them that when we step in and say, hey, it can be really more, um, post-launch or leading up to launch, it's really getting them to, to understand this is more than just a checkbox item. And if you're going to work with us, this is going to be an investment. Uh, and it's going to be something that's going to yield you some returns if you, if you give it a shot. 
And so I think that's the biggest challenge is, is changing that mindset that brokers have had for, for since day one of technology hitting the real estate industry of it's not just there as another thing that they have. It's, it is a foundational piece of the business and it's there not to take over their lives, but to help bridge that connection from a digital landscape where a consumer may start their search or start their communication with an agent. And it's really there to bridge and help them better communicate with their customers. And once we get in that mindset, then the, the, the major challenges we have at Tribus really, really go away. Okay, great. Um, so we talked about challenges. So where do you see the most opportunity in real estate brokerage? You know, I, I think for those brokers that are executing at a high level, um, I think there's a lot of opportunity in this space. I, I think I asked, you know, Steve Murray, um, your CEO, I asked him the question and he once told me that over 60% of brokerages are either for sale publicly or privately, or they will be for sale in the next few years. And if you're a high performing brokerage leader and, you know, you, you want to be in the space for more than the next few years, I think there's a huge opportunity in the consolidation of the space. And so if I'm a broker, if I'm uh, a, you know, somebody who, who wants to invest in the space and be here for a while, I'm out there looking at these acquisition opportunities. I'm out there looking at, at the companies that are owned and operated uh, by um, company leaders that, uh, you know, may not want to be in the business in five years from now. They may want to retire or um, they maybe not have somebody to hand the business off to for a next generation. Um, or the business has just had challenges with COVID or for whatever reason, and they've got decent agents that are at the company, uh, but maybe the company operations aren't as good as what they probably should be. And so I would be talking, if, I, you know, if I'm one of these higher performing um, leaders, I would be wanting to talk to those types of folks and figure out if there's ways to roll up together. Uh, and a really good example of that happens to be one of our clients, Corcoran Global Living, They've already done, I think, five acquisitions, and they've got four or five more that are on the table for them to do within the next few months. So they're seeing and executing on that opportunity, and, and that's just one example. We have a few other clients that are doing the exact same thing right now. Yeah, it's a great time to buy a brokerage right now. So uh, I know Steve's got several for sale, <laughs> so, so it's a yeah, great time. And, and it is a great time, and I think you know, there are opportunities that don't always mean somebody needs to leave the business. Uh, it may be that they become a partner in a new larger entity and reduce some of their expenses because they're now part of this larger entity. So it doesn't necessarily mean walking away from the business. Maybe it just means consolidating with a larger entity and uh, giving you more power to go and compete. And so, you know, Steve's obviously at the forefront of, of that space. Uh, and there's nobody with more experience than that, that than, than what he has. Um, and I'm sure he could talk more to the specific numbers. But yeah, I, I was astounded a few years ago at a Gathering of Eagles event when he told me that 60 to 65%, I think, of brokerages are, are for sale either publicly, privately, or will be within the next few years. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting factoid. Um, my last question is really, you know, technology has always changed quickly, and the pandemic has brought about even faster innovation. So what are some trends that you're seeing in the real estate industry and how are they impacting your company? I mean, obviously we talked a little bit about the fact that you are already ahead of the curve with technology, but 
I'd like to know some of the trends you're seeing coming down the pike. Well, I think the one of the more interesting things that's going on in, in our space right now is that there was this big push a couple of years ago to move from an all-in-one approach, which is what most broker software vendors had taken, uh, to more of an integration approach or a best-of-breed approach. And I think what happened with that, and by the way, Tribus is, you know, has been on the forefront. In fact, one of the reasons Tribus was started was because at my brokerage, we couldn't get any of our software vendors to work with each other. Um, they had closed off walled garden systems. And so we had to build our own middleware layers to make things work together. Um, and so we've been a big proponent of having open APIs and open connections to work with other, other companies that are out there. But I think what happened in the space is that the promise of that um, kind of uh, was, not, was not followed through with. Um, so, you know, when you have integration partners, like we, we have over 100 integration partners at Tribus, uh, and I'm not talking about just single sign-ons. A lot of our competitors say we have, you know, 20 integrations, 30 integrations. Most of them are just single sign-ons. At Tribus, we have real native integrations. But the problem is um, when you connect up that data, I think there was this expectation that from an agent perspective, it was going to create this very seamless approach to, to managing um, their business and that they could click one button in one system and it would do everything that they needed to do. And the reality of that is, you know, I, I think getting any vendor in our space to really execute on that kind of a vision is difficult because everybody, all these other vendors want you to come into their system and use their product um, from a visual standpoint because they realize if they don't have you logging into it, you, uh, you're probably going to leave and go to another vendor because there's, you know, or this whatever one thing is that you want to do, they're a dime a dozen. And so this other product does this thing that I needed to do. And so I, I can flip flop out in three years from now or two years from now and go to that other vendor. So they want you logging in to have that agent capture rate or that agent adoption rate. And so they don't always provide every connection possible or don't always make it possible to log into a system like Tribus and do the things that the agent needs to do in a simple way. And so what I think we've seen is a swing back to the all-in-one approach um, where, you know, there is an open connection, but the broker platform vendor is going to execute on the main things that an agent needs to do. But we work with vendors that are out there like, like BuySide or, or HomeBot or some of these other ancillary service companies that, that, you know, can do other things that Tribus is not executing on a daily basis on and still have that connected in there. But, you know, maybe there needs to be in one system for CRM and you shouldn't have a CRM tool at the brokerage that's separate from your website, which is separate from your email marketing system. I think that promise uh, most brokers have realized is, is not, um, it's, 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 beyond the capabilities of, of what the vendors are willing to do at this point. So that would be the biggest thing I think I've seen is the shift back towards good broker platform vendors um, that can execute on multi-facets of running that uh, brokerage and all the tech they need in one place to make the agent's life very easy. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting um, you know, take on, on everything that's happening right now too. So thank you for that. And we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with Real Trends for our Real Trending podcast. 
Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. I uh, appreciate the questions. And uh, all those listeners out there, I just encourage you to, to work on execution. That's the biggest difference I see between the best brokers um, and, and the mediocre ones is execute, execute, execute. Yeah. Well, thank you. And best, uh, best of luck to you and Trivis as we move forward through this uh, challenging market right now. So uh, a good market, but challenging.